Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Yo, 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 inseminators, donators, ejaculators. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 everybody. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Uh, I am your host, comedian Billy Presida. If you're new to the program, this is the podcast where every week I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, and love. However, this week's uh, I got another special guest. I have Stephanie Berman. Who I'm going to tell you more about in a little bit. Uh, she is, she's joined me for the show. Had a wonderful chat with her. But first, I got some show dates for you people. Show dates. Uh, this Saturday, October 3rd, I'm going to be at Greenwich Village Comedy Club for the 6 p.m. show. And then uh, October 5th, I am at Broadway Comedy Club for the 11 o'clock. So if you want to come uh, see me do some live stand-up comedy, you can come to either of those shows. Um. As you can hear, I am still uh, somewhat under the weather. I cannot seem to shake off this uh, this this little bug that keeps making me sound like a smoker. I start sounding like my great aunt Irene right now. <clears throat> um, so, working on it, people. I'm having fun, having good times, just coughing up really gross phlegm in the process. Oh man, um, I gotta say the there's no bigger. I don't care how annoying the fat, ugly friend is. I don't care if your buddy tells uh tells the girl at the bar about that time you guys got crabs in Vegas. There's no bigger cock block than being sick. Nope, none. I have to like, and, and it's even more frustrating because if I'm, I've been like talking to some some girls. There's some girls like I plan on hooking up with. I would like to hook up with. There's some girls I'd like to go on like night, like real dates with. Um, all of those I have to put off until this thing passes. But I also have to still keep them engaged enough to let them know I'm not ghosting. You know, like I gotta, I gotta keep up the text messaging and the conversation. I gotta do check-ins just so they know I'm still interested. It's, no, no, no. Like I, I'm, I promise, I'm actually sick. I'm not just uh, I'm not just saying that because I'm fucking other people or or holding out for a better a better option. I'm just genuinely not able to stick my tongue in anyone's mouth or pussy for right now. So that's where I'm at with that. Uh, thank you to all the women who have uh, helped me with my with my sickness. I've had to go since I've had to go solo. Um, many of you have either tweeted or emailed me um, some lovely nudes to help me through the, through my troubled times. <laughs> Very much appreciated. Uh, <laughs> of course, the email address, as you know, it is manhorpod at gmail.com. And my Twitter is at the Billy It was weird though. Um, I, I did like, it was like my body gave me a temporary reprieve last Saturday. Uh, Hacienda was last Saturday, the sex party. And I went, but cause I was feeling fine for like the 36 hours during and before uh and then it came right back it's like my body was like listen we're not gonna we're not gonna make you miss this party but uh but after you're done at the orgy you know back to our regular schedule programming of coughing and sneezing Ugh. 
Not fun, guys. Not fun. Uh, but I did go with the float last night, despite being sick. That was fun. Super fun. The silent floating dance party. Um, there was a listener there who, as soon as I walked into the bar, came up to me and said, oh, my God, I love your podcast. Granted, she was also rolling on Molly and had been drinking, but I took it as a genuine compliment. So whatever. <laughs> um, now, nah, what the float was a good time. There's one more float left. If you want to come dancing with us in New York City next month in October, that's the last one until summer. So go over to whattheflow.at. Oh, oh, um, I saw a movie. Saw a really good movie, people. Sleeping with other people. Go see it. If it is in a theater near you, go see this movie. It is so difficult for there to be a like good sex comedy. It's like a sex positive. It's I mean, it, like similarly to Trainwreck. It respects the casual sex uh, lifestyle. It does not demonize it or damn it. Um, it was great. Jason Sudeikis and Allison Brie, uh, they, they play these two people who you know, can't seem to get a relationship, but they fuck a lot, or they were fucking a lot. Uh, great film. Great stuff. Uh, check it out. Sleeping with other people. It's fucking hilarious. And uh, I got to say, it's starting it, that Jason Sudeikis character kind of looks like me in 10 years. If only I had the it's weird where my weight loss goals are is I just want to have Jason Sudeikis body. I was like, I could I'd be fine with that. I'd be OK with that. <laughs> no, but his character is very similar. He cannot seem to get a relationship to stick, but he gets laid plenty. So I I sat in that theater being like, yeah, I relate to this guy. And it takes place here in New York City. So go check it out. Go watch this movie. I will not tell you this that very often, but you must go see that movie. (laughs) Uh, The Stonewall film, you know, you can see it or not see it, uh, despite where you are in the how you feel about the controversy. But Sleeping with Other People, that movie you need to see. My guest uh, this week is Stephanie Berman, uh, or as her high school classmates called her, Sperman Berman. Yeah, Stephanie Berman is the inventor of the Semenet. Uh, the Semenet, it made the news cycles over the past year. Uh, it is a, an ejaculating strap-on dildo. Uh, but it's made of, like, medical-grade parts so that you can, like, actually inseminate a woman with it, with real sperm people. And, uh, and you know, it, when I saw when I read this story, I thought that was a kind of it was a beautiful thing when I thought about it, because, you know, when you think about when you think about same sex couples having children, you know, um, in a in a chunk of states, it's legal for them to adopt. Um, not nationwide yet. Hopefully the recent Supreme Court case will apply to adoptions, but that is to be seen. Then there's, uh, you know, for same sex male couples, they can. They could get a surrogate um, for lesbians there's I, or there's IVF, which is insanely uh, expensive and not even guaranteed to take. So uh, from what I've been told and from what I've heard is that for lesbian couples, the cheaper option was just using the good old turkey baster. And uh, yeah, I didn't even realize that was a thing that worked. I thought that was a joke. 
But apparently that's a real thing that they have to, they can do. And many have had to do is take a real turkey baster, like the one you use during Thanksgiving, fill it with spunk, and let's not get started on the getting of the spunk, and stick it up in your wife. That's not very sexy. And so when I read this, uh, the articles about the semenette, I was like, wow, that is great. That lesbian couple connects would be a part of the baby making experience. Something I think us breeder couples can like take for granted. Like whether or not I want to make a baby, I'm I am part of that experience. I'm sticking my dick in there. When I come, like I we're sharing a chemical moment with each other. And now lesbians can do that too. And I think that's great. And Stephanie Berman actually has a kid because she knocked up her wife using the semenette instead of having to use a turkey baster. So uh, I thought we had a great conversation about her invention, about sex toys, um, about uh, lactating titties and our our mutual enjoyment of them. Uh, And we also talked about where on earth you would buy cum. Yeah. Uh, Interesting stuff, people. And I think you're going to enjoy it. So I want you to sit back, relax, enjoy my conversation with Stephanie Berman. Of the semenette. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm here with Stephanie Berman, and uh, thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, the, the inventor of the semenette. Yes. It's quite a, quite a name. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, would, you would you like to tell the listeners what the semenette is, if they haven't already sure. read about it? Sure, yeah. So I pronounce it semenette. Semenette, all right. Just so you know. Um, either way, it's, interpretation is fine. Um, Do you wince a lot when they say it wrong? Like, it's, not, it's semenette. Not really. Only... Uh, only just because, like, semen, I mean, I'm sort of getting sure. the point of across that it's, it, we tried to be obvious when we came yeah. up with the name, but, you know, like I said, to the interpreter, whatever they want. Um, but the semenette is a strap-on dildo that I invented, and essentially what it does is it functions as a, a sex toy, but it mm. also allows the user to mimic an ejaculation. So, um you know, a lot of people have said, there's other ejaculating dildos on the market. Yeah, there definitely are. Mm. Mine is different because it is made with the highest quality medical grade silicone. Okay. Um, a lot of, a big misconception with sex toys is people, and, and I didn't know this, you know, my first sex toy was probably like this weird jelly, whatever. They're all made with really crappy materials. Yeah, the toxic stuff. Yes. I, I hear about those from time to time. Yes, yes. Your male privileges, I don't tend to have to worry about yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you don't have to worry about that. The ladies, uh, on the other hand, we do. Um, so mine is all medical grade silicone. Um, and the other nice feature is that um, I have basically the proprietary part is I have this tubing that threads right through the middle of the toy mm-hmm. um, and uh, that comes with all these custom parts. So it's a custom tip, a custom bulb, and every time you load the toy, you can remove and replace all of those custom parts. So you wash the toy after use, um, but then you can literally throw away any of the parts that come in contact with liquid. So that's really what distinguishes me from anyone else. And, but like the, like, and like the purpose of this was like to be able to, you know, for people who can't afford IVF treatments yes. for like, you know, for, for lesbian couples who can't afford it, uh, you know, they want to be able to make a kid without the turkey, turkey baster thing. I've heard about that, yes. you know, but I was like, oh, that's like a, 
a phrasing, right? No, no one actually it is, do people actually do that? Yes, is that real? And my wife and I did. Um, really? So I speak from experience. Yeah. Um, There's no way that works, does that? The, well, it actually does. does. I do know some people that have gotten pregnant literally using the turkey baster from their kitchen. However, did the, t- the kid kind of taste delicious though? A I bit? don't it's like a little know. Glazed. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> like it kind of ruins Thanksgiving for everyone. It's got to. <laughs> There's like, no way you look at Thanksgiving the same. No, and like I, we're going vegan. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still tainted from that experience. I mean, so. Women use turkey basters or a needleless syringe. Okay, that's basically needle- the. That sounds painful. Yeah, I don't just, have a vagina, but like I crossed my legs. Yeah, just now. Like, and oh. it's just it's not. There's no romance. It's not sexy. It's not fun. Like there's nothing. There's just nothing romantic yeah. about it. And so when my wife and I wanted to, you know, start having our family, we tried those things. Uh-huh. Um, and my background is women's reproductive health. I actually have another family business that right. I, I help work, run. Work with your mom, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we basically, that's more of like a very medical-based company. So we distribute products for couples that are doing IVF. Sure, so sure. I kind of had this little, I thought I had this inside tip when my wife and I were going to start. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, you know, no problem. We'll do this at home, blah, blah. And then when it gets down to it, I'm like, holy shit, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like there's there's so many things involved. I mean, it literally got to the point where like I was wearing a headlamp so I could see what I was doing. <laughs> and like, yeah, literally a headlamp. Well, like, like a welder, just be like, I'm down here. Yes, just... I got, we bought them at Home Depot, like no joke. <laughs> and so if you can imagine like trying oh. to get your, your partner, you know, worked up and ready for the big moment with a headlamp and coming mm. at them with a turkey baster, it's just the whole thing in itself was just not, it, it was that's it not, was really awful. That sounds not appealing. Exactly. Exactly. Not at and all. so that's when I got, you know, the wheels turning. I'm thinking there's gotta be first of all, I thought there's gotta be something that exists, right? Like mm-hmm. this is kind of an obvious idea. And then when I did my research and found there was nothing that basically was a sex toy that that mimicked an ejaculation, I'm thinking, well, everyone uses sex toys, you right. know? I mean, even if it's taboo and you don't want to talk about it. Most people have at least tried a sex toy once in their life. They sell them in Kmart now. It, right? And yeah, like Target. It was like and... fi- the Fifty Shades of Grey packet. Exactly. I was like, what? I literally found one in the cards section, like where they were selling <laughs> the, the happy birthday cards, the, the happy seventh birthday card. And then at the end of that aisle was like the little Fifty Shades of Grey and it had like um like a French tickler. Yes. It. It's like it's sex toys have become so mainstream. <laughs> and so I'm thinking there's got to be something like this that exists. But and again, there were some, but nothing that I would have used personally. Right. So I'm thinking, all right, well, let me make something. Let me see if I can invent something that does everything I want it to do. And, you know, um, after prototyping and actually realizing that I could I could actually do this, my wife and I tried our my prototype. Right. And on our second try, we achieved, pre- we got we had hey. success. My wife got pregnant. Right. So I nice. actually get to say, like, I really, I knocked my wife up. Like, it's it's kind of. It's great. And it I is. think that's beautiful. It is. When I, when I read this, you know, the story of your product went viral, like, back in the spring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, there's part of me going, like. You know, there's a novelty when you look and be like, oh, that's sure. kind of cool. But then I'm like, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Where you guys get to now share in that. Exactly. The thing that like, if it happened to me, I'd be like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> Whereas in like, you guys can very purposefully be part of that uh, experience. Exactly. Without, without going to the docs all the time. Do you then have to go to doctors in any way? Like, 
So, I mean, there's obviously the, you have to get sperm if you're going to do this at okay. home. So, and, and surely, you know, I'm not saying that doctors are, are evil by any means. Don't get me wrong. You, you know, you, they're very protective of the spunk though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and you need to make sure that obviously whoever's carrying is healthy and there's sure. no issues and all that. And, you know, you got to dot your I's and cross your T's. Yeah. Um, and in order to get the sperm, you would either go to a sperm bank, um, which is a little bit costly too. Um, mm-hmm. So we chose not to do that. We actually had a friend who um, he was married to his partner, right. and um, we basically had like that sit down kind of weird, awkward conversation, like, "Hey, do you want to give us your sperm?" Um, and luckily, he was really awesome about it. So it was said, very like calm. Like, yeah. hey, would you rather than like, "Give me your sperm"? Yeah, no, I need it. <laughs> no, and and he was. You could certainly have those kind of. You, you can imagine what it would be like. Like, hey, can you can you jerk off in a cup for me, like on demand? Um, but we figured because there's a guy on Seventh Avenue who will probably do that, right? Just for, for and that's for what I'm fun. saying. Like, the, you know, you would think like it must be easy to find someone, and you know, for a lot of people it is. And for us, um, it was it wasn't that difficult. And he was super awesome about it. I mean, we would talk about when we would do the we would pick up the sperm. We would basically. It would kind of be like a drug deal. Like uh, it would. <laughs> you got like, the stuff. Basically, like I would meet him and he'd have it like in a brown paper bag. Put it on the floor. It, on. <laughs> it, was, it was really. It's really kind of comical. So there is, you know, there's still this level of of planning. It's kind of it takes a little of the spontaneity out of things. But yeah. for the toy, it actually kind of it kind of brings that back. Sure. So you know you get could, to load it up. Yeah, we could pick up the sperm and go home and like you know just get in the mood if you really want to set the mood. You can and. Um, fresh sperm is actually for any guys that don't know this. It's actually okay. stable for when kept at room temperature for up to twelve hours. Are you guys listening? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so your baby batter is is so is many good men for a while. Just got so freaked out. <laughs> I know, just now. right? And let me freak you out even more. Is that um, once sperm is inside a woman's body, it can actually live for up to five days. So, so guys, you know, when you throw the careful. condom away, take it with you, you know, just be right? safe. I'm, I mean, you never know. I'm just putting it out there. I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to help your, your listeners, uh, you know, just protect themselves if they don't want to achieve pregnancy. Sure. Um, so, but f- for well, those of us that do, yes. Was your donor, uh, is, is his partner a fella? Yes. So is he, is he also wanted kids? They, they actually, um, his, our, our donor's partner had a kid from a previous marriage. Okay. And so they, they had, um, they have a kid, um, they didn't, you know, they didn't really mention anything like, hey, would you want to, you know, cons- you know, right. be a surrogate for us? Um, so that's a little more complex than a guy just jerking off sure. into a cup, you know. So are they going to um, be like involved? Because this the, the conception happened like in the last the kid uh, born or? Yeah, she's eight. My daughter's 18 okay. months. Yes. 18 months. Yeah. Oh, OK. Dorbs. Yeah. Yeah. She is. Okay. She is pretty cute. I can show you a picture. Of it. <laughs> it's we, like proud mommy moment. Yeah. <laughs> And so, like, are they going to be involved at all, or, or is yeah. he going to be involved at yeah, all? Yeah, we talked about that. I mean, you know, when, when you kind of go, when you have the talk, you kind of go over, like, you know, what does the scenario look like for you? What did it look like for us? We want them to be involved, but, you know, to a there's a certain distance. We sign legal documents that basically say he signed over his complete parental rights. We're not going to go after him for child support. He's Uncle James. He's, he's Yeah, uh... he's basically like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's the uncle. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. You said, uh, you know, one would think it's so easy to get sperm, like you could just yeah. get a guy to give it. And it's like, what what do guys get at a sperm bank? Like 50 bucks or something like that, you know? I actually I think? think it's 
They you can Is actually make a, a pretty decent if you're if like you're doing a, it a lot, you can make a lot. But I, I feel like more per than session. Fi- yeah, I think it's more than fifty bucks. It's, huh? I definitely think it's probably somewhere in the hundred to couple hundred dollar range. Oh wow, okay. I know for a woman to donate her eggs That's a lot. It's like twelve thousand yeah. dollars. Um, for guys, obviously, it's it's easier to do that. Um, but you do still have to go through like a rigorous process. Sure. You, you can't drink, you can't smoke. You, you know, you got to be really healthy. So there's like there's a quarantine process. So I think they get a little more than fifty bucks because okay. it's still not super easy for guys either. You know, you have to abstain and all that stuff. So um, yeah. yeah. So because well, I've I've thought about doing that. Yeah. Um, especially in college, I thought about it a lot. Sure. I was like, oh, that'd be easy money. Yeah. But you know what it was? It was like right before going. It would always be the 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 concept of like somewhere there's gonna be a kid I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I might grow up and like meet someone who's like those blue eyes look familiar, right. and and that would kind of freak me out a little bit. Yeah. So so part of me was like, you know, it'd be great to just help someone out sure. and do that, get some cash. But again, it just when it comes down to it, yep. I think it's the same uh, same amount of intensity as like when someone's like, "Should we have a kid?" Yeah, it totally is, and and I actually considered donating my eggs at one point. I was uh-huh. in college, struggling for money, and I'm like, maybe this is what I should do. But then I'm thinking, God, that's my DNA. It could be right. God knows like, how many mine. children were conceived with that. So yeah, it's yeah. there's definitely you know it's it's not the easiest thing in the world. But we were really lucky to find a donor who was he's he's so awesome. Right. So. Um, yeah, we lucked out. Yeah. So someone, someone buys the, the semenette. Uh, wait, so were there other names that you considered? Were- I, I did have some and I'm actually, um, so I am going to be launching, I've developed a new version of the toy. So uh-huh. when someone goes to my website now, they'll see the original version. Um, I haven't launched the new version yet, sure, but sure. I am going to have a new name. Ah, yeah. Okay. So Is that it's- something you can say or? Well, I suppose I could. Ooh. I can ah. give you the the inside tip. It's going to ah. be called. Is it called the inside tip? Yeah, um, I should not be trusted with technical equipment. <laughs> I don't know. Luckily, they know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, guys, patreoncom slash podcast so I can afford a producer. Uh, so. <laughs> Maybe maybe an intern, um, but we are back from technical difficulties. It's all good. I believe we were last talking about um, where one gets spunk from. Yeah. Uh, so I guess not the. There's no like underground black market for cum, right? There's, there probably is. There is. Um, I know that there's like an underground market for breast milk. So there's probably that I've heard about. Yeah, you can That's... use it for like guys use it apparently to like lift weights and like. I don't know. Everything from like the breastfeeding fetish all the way to like someone thinks like that's going to cure their cancer. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. So there's a black market for that. So there might be for sperm. I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't, but that's a black market you shouldn't trust. Probably the sperm not. One. Yeah. Probably you, not. You don't know what's in that. I mean, you don't even know what, like breast milk's the same thing. Yeah. I but mean... like, I don't know. I don't think you can. Can you contract HIV through like breast milk? I, I would think no. so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's a bodily Oof. fluid. I. Eh. I mean, let me tell you this, is that breast milk actually tastes pretty good. I, I did experience my did first you? lactator in, Ju- in June. Nice. So I mean like... Did, what did you think? I was like, this is fun. Yeah. I mean, like, it was like a novelty. It wasn't like a, yeah. uh, a big deal thing, but she had recently given birth like maybe five months prior. Did she like squirt you like right out of the nipple? Uh, I, oh, I squirted myself out nice. of the nipple. I was, because like she had hinted, she had alluded that she could do that. 
So it's like I should I, like, I the opportun- check it off the bucket list. <laughs> really, the opportunity has never presented itself <laughs> right, right. for me. I am ra- I, I don't think I've ever hooked up with a pregnant woman. Yeah. So yeah. yeah it's, so um, you had to take her up on the opportunity. Yeah, it, was, it, it was interesting. Yeah. My my wife actually she didn't let me do that. No. But no. I mean, but she would pump. And, I'm not a cow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and sadly, she kind of felt like she's like I have freaking udders. Like you know, you have to walk around with this right. pump all the time. Um, otherwise, you know, your boobs get hard and all that, and it's painful. Sure. But we would go to like weddings and she would have to go off and pump. And then <laughs> we'd be like, all right, well, you know, you pump and dump if she was drinking or whatever at a wedding. And this particular like, wedding. Let me get a glass. Literally people were passing the breast milk around. What? I swear to God. <laughs> we had the brides taking a sip. Like we, we've, it's kind of like a party favor almost. Doing shots of the breast kind milk. Kind of. Yeah. They made like, we were at a, um, at a, a gay weekend. It's like this big women's weekend uh-huh. in, in P-Town. And P-Town? Provincetown. Uh, wait, where's Provincetown? And it's at the Cape. It's like the tip of the Cape. It's okay. known as like the, the gayest place in in New England. Okay. Um, you know, it actually is a lot of fun. Um, so we were, they were like making mudslides with breast milk. Uh-huh. It was pretty, it was, it, it was interesting. I was like, <laughs> all right, what are we at? What are we doing here? Um, but yeah, people like it. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, son, we had lost before, but like, how did you guys, uh, why don't you tell us again why, how you guys decided who was going to carry the baby? Yes. Um, so it was a pretty easy decision. Um, I'm just not really cut out for that. Um, I'm very paranoid with my health. So in lieu of her taking me to the hospital every five minutes for things, um, and her wanting to divorce me, um, we decided that she would carry the first one. She's a couple years older than me. So Uh for that purpose alone, um, for a second baby, you, you know, she basically is like, we're two women. Like this should work. Where I carry one, you carry the other. Right. We share the load. But um, you're like, nah. She basically got <laughs> robbed in that deal. So I, so I said, well, what, what would you like? You know, tell me what it's going to take. <laughs> um, so we agreed that I'm going to get her a boob job, a boob lift. Yeah. Um, and and she'd carry the second. That's a great. That is a like I said before. That is a great deal. Yeah, I think so. Does she I mean, work or she does? She's she does, yeah. she's a teacher. Um, so. You know, she just wants them to stand sure. at attention. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't want to have to wear a bra if she doesn't want to. Yeah. So um, that's our that's our deal, and I feel like I made out pretty good. In oh, that you deal. made out very well. Yeah, yeah, I know that's, that, and yeah. so I appreciate. I really wait on her like hand and foot when I, you know, f- during the pregnancy and everything. I mean, you know, we live in I live in Boston, right. so I'm like shoveling her car out when it's snowing and all that. So, you know, she does all right too. Sure. But I I think I made out better. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever think? Like growing up, I mean, so when when did you realize that you were gay? Um, I, you know, I th- that's a funny question. I feel like I I had known for a while. Right. I'd kind of always had like an affinity towards girls, mm. um, but I went all through college. I I, I was kind of you know. So it wasn't bit... like an acceptance till like maybe after college. Yeah. So growing up, did you ever like think about having kids? Was that ever like oh, a yeah. thing you wanted? Definitely. We were like, oh, I'm gonna have a baby, and yeah. then. Then a little later in life, you're like, I'm never having a baby. <laughs> I always, I, and actually, like, I always, I always knew I wanted kids, uh-huh. um, and I always thought that I would end up carrying. But when I had the <laughs> opportunity to have my wife carry both, I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip that. I'm gonna sure. let you do it. And she made a really cute kid, um, she, our our uh, daughter. I think she's adorable. Obviously, uh, I'm biased. Did you get um, your eyes? She, you know what's weird? Blue eyes are great. Are it's a good. But see that. See so now yeah. I'm gonna just point out that. This child doesn't have any of my DNA. 
Oh, okay. See that? So see, you see how you said she has my eyes, but the weird thing is, is Remember that again, she if did. I say something dumb, <laughs> it's probably just because well, the poor straight boy is a dummy. No, but that's okay. <laughs> but I actually, we, we get asked that all the time. People are like, does, actually in the hospital, someone was like, oh, she has your eyes. And I'm like, oh, but she's not right. genetically mine, but it's great. So how how does um does that work? I mean, is there there's ways to get Genetic material from both mothers? There is, but it's okay. really expensive. Those, that's like through IVF. It's called reciprocal IVF. Um, so it's basically they would take, they would like harvest my eggs, right. um, hyperstimulate my eggs. They would retrieve them and then they would put our donor's sperm, they'd put my eggs and his sperm in a Petri dish, marry them together to an embryo, and then they would transfer that embryo into my wife. But then... Ha- the- but then isn't she wouldn't she just be carrying or does it still get DNA from her? Yeah, so she's the, kind of like the sur- the a surrogate is kind of like the hub. They still get, you know, they're still I mean, it's in their body. So is there some, you know, cross DNA? Yeah. But genetically speaking, that child would would have had if we did reciprocal IVF have my <coughs> DNA and the donor's DNA. So there's so it's really really so you can't like do a thing where there's like genetically there's from both mothers. Both. I mean, that would be the really the only way to do it. Okay. And it's like thirty grand per try. Yeah. I, it's, so it's really expensive. Shit ain't cheap. Exactly. That kid exactly. is better do some great things. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So that's why the semenette was like, you know, obviously you can't do both genetics, yeah. but for the toy being one thirty nine ninety five. Yeah, I was gonna ask how much it yeah, was. Like that's so, a that's a huge deal. I feel like you. Could probably raise the price on that. You know, um, it depends. I, I actually started at a higher price point, but I really five hundred, and you get a free uh, semen <laughs> sample. <laughs> People ask me. You know what's actually really funny? I I, I get every email um, personally, and one of the most common questions I get asked is. Uh-huh. Does sperm come with this? Or people assume that sperm already comes with it. And I'm thinking to myself, would you really want sperm from someone you didn't know? Like, I could get you black market sperm. Like, how would you know what the hell is in there? Look, I know a guy. I just. Yeah, right. It's like, he's my, you know, like I have my my dude. He he supplies for everyone. So it's really funny. And I feel bad when I respond because I'm kind of like, oh my God, please don't reproduce if you don't know the Uh, answer to that already. But, uh, you know, there's always the, the obvious that. Sometimes you just don't know these things. So. Do you remember there was that story years ago of the guy? He's like a loner in like Texas or somewhere in the mid middle of this country that I don't pay attention to. Okay. And like he was like donating sperm to all these women like all over the country. I do remember And this. the FDA wanted to fucking shut him down. Yeah. And he wasn't taking money. He was just doing it. He was it. just doing it because he wanted to. He's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm... He's like a true shut-in. Yep. No social skills. Yep. So he just genuinely thought he was doing a nice thing. Exactly. Mailing sperm around the country. Yeah, yeah. And there was actually recently, there was a story I read about. Um, it was in Nigeria. Uh-huh. Um, three women kidnapped a guy, drugged him, and jerked him off for his sperm so they could impregnate themselves. And I'm thinking to myself... First of all, there's so many felonies there. I mean, first I was thinking, oh my god, I hope they didn't like see my product, and then they were like, we need sperm, let's go kidnap <laughs> a guy. I'm like, oh, that's not good. That's, but, that sounds like the beginning of a sitcom. Well, oh, yeah. we just got a we got a free semenette, but like, oh, where are we gonna get the come from? Yeah, I don't right, know. exactly. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, you probably didn't have to kidnap him. I'm sure if you just asked him, he probably would have done it. You yeah. know, like I don't really know many guys would be like. No, I will not, you know, give, I will not jerk off for you. I will not have sexual, you know, get sexual pleasure. Um, so it was, uh, there's, there's been some stories I've seen that have been interesting some like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But 
you know, um, I, I guess, you know, you can kind of go about getting sperm whatever way you want, whatever mm. kind of works for that person. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you were talking before uh, about, you know, how a lot of sex toys are made with toxins and such. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much you can speak onto it. I don't know much about that. I've heard things about it. Yeah. I never really look into it. I mean, like, how bad is this shit that women are putting, people put inside themselves? I mean, there was this, it came out like a couple years ago about a lot of these, a lot of sex toys get made overseas, China specifically. And if you're not paying attention, um, and there was this big thing, it was called phthalates. Um, So now, you really need to see if a toy says phthalate free, then you know it's 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 okay. okay. Medical grade silicone is is the best. If you can find something that's medical grade silicone, that's what you should buy. But um, some products are made from like uh, I think it's PVC. Um, so there's you just kind of have to be careful. And they're they're the phthalates are carcinogenic. They cause mm-hmm. cancer. Okay. Um, and I've actually learned like a lot of lube. Who doesn't love lube, right? Um, so a lot of lube has like parabens and all this like really nasty stuff. Is that stuff why you it. want water-based lube? Or? Um, I either use – so there's, again, a big debate about silicone lube on silicone toys. Okay. Um, so you do have to be careful. Sometimes, depending on the toy, the silicone will um, kind of saturate the toy. Um, mine, I've never seen that happen. Mm. Um, so – you could use water-based lube, silicone lube. Just kind of be, you know, if you care about your body, you sure. just kind of kind of look at the ingredients. It's kind of like what people eat, you know? I mean, if you choose to put crappy, if you choose to eat crappy things, you're going to put crappy things in your body, you know? I mean, do you want to necessarily put those in your vagina? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's just more about paying attention. And I always, when you go into a sex toy store, I know like here in New York, the pleasure chest, um, my yeah, toy pl- is there. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can find the toy yeah. there. They're super knowledgeable. Um, well, if you go to like a like a not a good one, like a pleasure chest exactly, or, a babe or Land. Babeland, yes. But, you know, if you go to Fantasyland on Sixth Avenue, exactly. it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a totally different experience. It could be a guy in a biker jacket. Exactly. He's, just be like, uh, he's gonna be like, Yeah, get that one over there. Like he's not gonna know what he's talking about. Or like forty third and ninth Avenue, just like a, an Indian dude behind a counter you're like, I don't <laughs> <laughs> he just, just got like the imported shipment. He doesn't probably even know what they yeah. are. So, um, yeah. So I, those those two stores, obviously, super great staff, mm. very knowledgeable, and you know they'll take the time to. If you go in, you're like, I have no clue what I want. You know, yeah. tell me, tell me what you think is best. They're really awesome there. So yeah, I did a whole segment with them on cock rings because like I knew you? nothing about them. Yeah, see? I just I would see them at parties. And I'd be like, like, what is why? that? <laughs> so I, I, we did a segment, like a little, like a pre-show segment where I went there. Yep. And she lined, first she like, told, uh, one of their people told me like, okay, um, what are they? Why would you use them? Mm-hmm. And then like we went through like different types. And then uh, yeah. they gave me a couple of free ones to go home and try. See, there like, you yeah. go. And what'd you think? They, they were great. Yeah, it was awesome. Nice. Uh, I have not like tried the, they gave me two free ones. I chose the cheap one. I guess, I don't know if I always live like a cheap person or what. <laughs> But like I naturally was like, oh, let's get this basic one. It's like twenty bucks. Okay. And so she gave me that, and then we're going upstairs, and she just hands me, just pops this box down from me. She's like, you should also take this. Yeah, it's so like you're gonna want this. See, I'm like, like okay. Sometimes sex toys aren't the place to be cheap. You know what I'm saying? Because sure. like, could you buy? So again, there are there's another ejaculating dildo, but it's like monster dong. It's like modeled off of a porn star's penis. It's yeah. crappy material. So could you buy that for like forty bucks? Sure. Yeah. Would you really want to use that when you could use something that's like much better? Do you really quality? want your baby to come from the monster dong? Probably not. No. You know what I'm saying? It's not a nice memory. I mean, Every I... time you see your kid, yeah. 
That kid's going to walk graduation and be like, that was from Monster Dog 2.0. Monster Dog, yep. <laughs> now they're still going to have to That was to crafted say- from Evan Stone. Yeah. That's, you don't want to... <laughs> You don't want to oh, think he, that at graduation. Yeah, right? Oh, uh, no. yeah. I mean, my child's still going to have to know that she was created with a dildo. Yeah, but the but, semenette is like a, it's a pretty name. Yeah, like, and at a, least it's yeah. its a little bit softer. I can make it a little more gentle than yeah. like Monster Dong 2.0. So um, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I've, they were they were great, but she hands me this box and ended up being... When I got home, I realized that there's a price tag on it. It was $125. Wow. A cock ring? Yeah. It's called wow. the the Suis Mio or something. Oh, I don't even know. It, it sounds like, very fancy, it though. It had like 10 different settings. Oh, plus was the, it like vibrating and all yeah, that? Yeah, it's a vibrating oh, cock yeah. ring and it had like different pulse yep. like rhythms yep. plus the intensities. So it was pretty insane. Uh, I have yet to really use that one with a partner yet. But yep. It's pretty intense. You, I was like, "Wow, you can." There's some pretty intense sex can, toys out there. You yeah. can spend some money. Yeah, I saw a fucking uh, sex swing on oh, sa- yeah. on sale, which mean <laughs> which means less money, four hundred and fifty dollars. And in New York City, that's really expensive because you can't like it's not just the installation and the sex yeah. swing. You have to have like your separate fuck dungeon. Yeah. To you put have it the in the red room of pain. Yeah, you can't just put that in the living room <laughs> right. in a studio. Right. You know, Ugh. I was like, that's that's insane that people spend that much money. Yeah, they really do. I mean, me, I just have like a little glass five incher and like that, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I actually I did a um, a training at Pleasure Chest uh, a couple months ago, and I was there. I think it was like a Thursday afternoon in the middle of the day. It was so busy. I was shocked. Like I'm like, do people work or they just <laughs> buy sex toys all the time? It's like, is everyone just fucking? What's Seriously, going on? I mean, good for them. Like, kudos. But I mean, I'm like, Go to God, work. I'm like, what am I doing wrong then? Like, <laughs> I have to freaking work, you know? Like, what's going on here? But yeah, I was really surprised. It was like packed <laughs> in there. And all different types of people, yeah. old, young, whatever. So it was interesting. That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's a really sex, sex sells, you That's, know? Yeah. I mean, porn. How big is porn? Porn's uh, monstrous. Exactly. So yeah. that's where I'm headed next, actually, with the toy. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just sent off um, one of get my it toys. Into a... Yeah, she's a um, she's a uh, dom. She's a dom. Okay. Um, so she does BDSM and fetish and all that. So she is going to use the semenette in in her next movie. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited. Some product placement. I was talking yeah. to um, this porn star Veronica Vane about. She was thinking that she's like, why isn't anyone doing product placement in mm-hmm. porn? Yeah. Um, and she she did like a video where she did product placement for a sugar baby site. Okay. She used to be a sugar baby. Yeah. And that was like the plot of the thing, but like the sugar baby site's name was central to all yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's and she's of... like, that's the way to do it. She's she was the um she's that porn star who she quit her job on Wall Street to do porn. Oh. So she's like this business savvy. So she's totally yeah, yeah. she's got both both areas of expertise that and she's working with. Yeah, and you're already putting it in there. That's, that's, uh, that's I'm, great. I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I actually would love to do like a feature film. I think it would be really smart. You know, like, um, and I've actually pitched the idea, so uh-huh. we'll see what happens. You may see a feature film with with the pop or Simonette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's next. Uh, the next. I was going to say, what's next? What's uh, next? Movies. Movies are next and launching the new product. Um, I've got a new uh, all-natural tea coming out, too. <laughs> line of teas. There you go. And I'm actually, um, I was 
I was sitting in a bar yesterday, yeah. um, last night, and this guy gave me a brilliant idea for another sex toy. Mm. So I'm going to look into it. I, I Really, what I would love to do is just honestly develop an entire line, men, women, gay, straight, whatever, mm. um, that are just high quality, just like safe, safe great products um, that fulfill you know needs for a lot of different people. So um, hopefully I'll be like, you know, the, the sex toy guru in a couple yeah. of years. You'll, you'll, maybe you'll see me again. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you said some of the things that um, people should look out for on a box of like a sex toy. But is sure. gla- what, how about glass? Is glass just safe? Nothing to as far worry as about, I know, or? glass is pretty safe. Right. I don't know much about glass. I'll be honest, just because sure. I've never. I, I didn't manufacture with sure, it. That's a so. very expensive seminette. It is. Seminette, so. Yes, it is a very, that would be very expensive. Um, so I don't know much about glass, but I mm. feel like it would be fairly safe. Okay. Uh, um, that's what, I don't know. that's my guess. I only ask, that's the only thing I have. There so you I was go. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe you to, can endeavor with a semen. I'm trying in, to you know? care about my body, you should. Stephanie. All you right. Should. I'm trying to, your body is your temple. It's, this is you got to take care of that, you know. This temple needs some reconstruction. Oh, this is, come on now, we're all works in progress. Yeah, three and a half years on Weight Watchers, you take six month break and everything goes to hell. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Summertime, I feel like that's the time where we all splurge and like if you're on a diet or whatever. Like I, I let myself go to shit in the summer because I'm drinking all the time, mm. and you know it's. Winter is when you hibernate. It's kind of when you kind of like try to get yourself back on track. Me anyways. Right. I have a weird uh, dieting cycle where I would always, not like consciously, just happen to work out like this. That A lot of people, they try to diet in like the winter and spring, mm-hmm. get that sexy summer yeah, body. Yeah, that's right. I would always go to shit. And then in the <laughs> summer, I would start dieting so I could like be hot in the winter. Ah. It was very weird. I was always at my thinnest in like January. When you have to when wear it, the most clothes. I know. You got to wear sweaters and jackets and all that. So I, you're I, hiding the I don't think these things through. Uh, remember, as I said uh, many times, when I say something dumb, it's probably just because I'm dumb. <laughs> I like how I tried to pass it off. I said, I also may just be asking on on behalf of other dumb people. No, it's just me. Uh, all good. All good. I forgive you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this is this is great. So you have the pop that's coming out. So yep. is this what the pop is going to be? That's the pop. Yes. Okay. So as you can see, it's a little bit... Larger, it's got a little more girth. Yeah, it's got a curve in it. Um, and it's um, actually, I also built you can see this chamber on the bottom here, and that's so the wearer can lay this <laughs> flat down and it's nice right into a harness. Oh, okay, so it's yeah. not otherwise. Where do you, you would load? Have this Where do you load it? I right see. Here's the I pump. Actually, oh. oh, I loaded it so you could see. <laughs> how. I, so I kind of you just popped your load, yeah, kind of all <laughs> oops. All uh, <laughs> All Wait, over so the floor. What's in here? It's just water. Oh, okay. Don't worry. No, okay. I didn't. I didn't ask the stranger on the street for sperm. I didn't know um, if like so there are some like dead kids right no. there that will never happen <laughs> no, because of me. No, no, no. You're actually not the first to do that, and they're like, "Oh shit, did I just lose all the sperm?" No, I always do water for demos. That is an insane. <laughs> that's some range, though. Did I didn't you, even seriously see how far that went. I went like three and a half feet, and I didn't even give a full pump out of it. That's what that I'm was... saying. <laughs> and also, now I'm gonna be um, I'm gonna be offering a larger bulb for more of that fetishy place. So if you want larger volume of right. liquid, you can have that. This is kind of designed yeah. more. Guys, sperm is usually only about one cc. Right. So we're not talking a lot of fluid here. So this bulb is fine. Uh, but you can see, still see that with was... a small bulb, there's a pretty good oh. squirt on that thing. And, and where do you where do you load in from? So you load, um, so you basically so have you just this. just dip it in? Yeah, so you put this into dip the liquid. In, you draw you the draw. liquid up right here. And right. then you suck it back in. And then when you're ready okay. to 
mimic the ejaculation, blow your load, you sure. squeeze the bulb. Yeah, that's some smart thing. So this all, but now when you first started this, it was for the purpose of insemination. Yes. But now it's starting to grow out. Like you're even th- like, you, like you said, you're thinking yeah. like, oh, fetish play, bigger bulb, more yeah. So- yeah. Smart. Yeah. As as I've learned, uh, as I've my education with sex toys has expanded, the toys really evolved with it. So that's what I mean. I just hope to just kind of evolve this toy even more and keep going and think of some other stuff. I actually have some other ideas for for some new sex toys. So we'll see what's in the future. I actually pitched this on Shark Tank. Wait, were you on Shark Tank? I wasn't on it. Ah. Uh, because did you, you edited it out. Well, you can't put a. A Can't dick on TV. But you that, got to go actually pitch it? I, I did an open audition. I did an open okay. casting. So I met, you know, with their team there and they absolutely loved it. She's like, this is freaking awesome. I show them a picture of my daughter. They're like, oh my God, what a story. And then I show them the toy. They're like, ooh, how do we get this on national television? Right. And so I couldn't. That's on cable, right? You it, could play no, it it's on, on Channel 5. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, mm, Channel 5. Yeah. So we couldn't do it, but um, just to get that feedback, just from, you know, from an, an outlet like that is is pretty cool. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm still, uh, hopefully those opportunities, maybe I can make something That's that awesome. doesn't look as, as penis-esque. Yeah. But, um, Something less dickish. Yes. <laughs> I, I kind of like the dickish look, though, and I actually have caught yep. a lot of flack for that because I'm a lesbian. Right. Um, the first, people are like... You're such a, you know, you, how could you do that to the lesbians? Like, it looks so real. And like, now those guys on Staten Island are going to think they're right. All we need was the right dick. Yeah. And they're like, why don't you just, you know, people are like, well, don't just go get the real thing. And I'm like, no, that's the whole point. Like, it's not about the dick, you know, it's just about, it's about that it's, you're, you're having the, the intimate experience with your partner. And a lot of ladies, we still like penis, still like penetration. We just like it attached to a woman, yeah. you know, that's, yeah. that's really the only difference. So, um, that's how I sort of go at the naysayers that are like, you're a, you're a, uh, you're no good to the lesbian community. You're a you're, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how we I don't care how good your haircut is. <laughs> you're a bad lesbian. Uh, yeah. I say, screw that. Whatever. Awesome. I like that. Yeah. Attitude. Yeah. Well, Stephanie, this was great. Thank you so much. Thank and for you. dealing with my dumbness and no, technical it's difficulties. All good. I'm I'm glad it worked out. It was a blast. I'm gonna I'm gonna play. Wait, do people ever do like uh if people ever do like the the what like we've actually used this use those, uh, we've put booze in there. Booze? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. So this would be good for like bachelor party or like couldn't you just imagine like a bachelorette that party bachelor... would fucking love that. Yeah, and you could like put it in a holster and like squirt it anytime you want i mean there really are so many possibilities with this thing <laughs> um where where can people uh find the the semenette the semenette is in the future the pop yeah so th- right now the semenette is available on my website it's www.thesemenette.com and uh, the semenette yes com. the semenette okay. yep and um is it, oh my god i'm like forgetting my own are you on okay there's a there's this thing out there it's called um Twitter, Facebook, yes. Instagram. At the Semenet. Uh we have a Facebook page. My God, is that seriously like what's my what's my website? I'm like totally <laughs> This is how you know that like my actually this is a good this is a good exit. Yeah, it's the Semenet. This okay. is my business card. <laughs> oh, that's great. So my nickname It looks like a little sperm. It is. So my nickname, um, since I've been in women's reproductive health. When I was growing up, everyone thought my family was owned a sperm bank. Okay. And so my nickname was Sperm and Berman. Sperm and Berman. So you will see on my business card, it says Sperm and Berman. Yeah, it says on And the it's back. only fitting that it's in the shape of a sperm. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. So a we'll lot. we'll we'll end on that <laughs> on that note. Sperm and Berman. Sperm and Berman this out. Was, this was great. <laughs> Thank you. Later.
All right, everybody. Hey, raspy voice Billy is back. Hope you enjoyed my chat with Stephanie Berman. I know I did. Um, I I did some fact checking, and men can get paid one hundred and twenty five dollars at a New York sperm bank. So that's the going rate. It seems is about one hundred and twenty five bucks versus the women's many many thousands of dollars for their eggs. Um, if you are interested in the semenette uh, or her her next her next product uh, called the Pop, go to thesemenette.com. That is T H E S E M E N E T T E dot com. Um, while you're going to the dot coms, you can go to manhorpod dot com. Sign up for my mailing list, people. I've got some news coming out. You want to be the first to hear it? Sign up for that mailing list. Uh, and also, don't forget, I'm on Twitter at the Billy Persita. Uh, a lot of you don't follow me on Twitter, surprisingly. Don't know why. Go fix that if you have one. Sorry, I'm not on Instagram, but I just don't see the point. If you if you want to see my pictures, they're on my Twitter. You don't even have to have a Twitter to go look at them. Um, fun fact: I recently found out that my penis is a is a meme. So that's on my Twitter right now. Some somebody made a meme of my dick. So that was interesting. <laughs> and as usual, you can email me your comments, your questions, your booby pictures over to manhorpod at gmail.com. And I, I and again, please, if you can, like I said, if it's 87 cents a month, 550 a month, or $20 a month, please give pledge what you can. Um, to this podcast over at patreon.com slash podcast means the whole world to me. So please go over and do that. Uh, as usual, I'm here every week, uh, every Wednesday morning with new episodes. I've got some great ones coming up like next week um, with with an old flame of mine who I was uh, kind of nervous. This is another one of those nervous ones where I was like kind of nervous to do the episode because... I was really into her. So you guys are in for a treat next week. But uh, until then, you know, enjoy yourselves, stay healthy, and always stay slutty. <laughs>